monsters. <laughs> and the horrors and the monsters and, and us ash and screw screw you've been screw. having a, like an identity crisis as of late are you okay over there? i had i'm having a lot of names lately and they're all funny and i like them <laughs> they're pretty great yeah. i I'm, I'm still a huge fan of shrekly yelnats from last week that's shrekly kind of my yelnats. favorite yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. it's pretty good <sighs> well how is everything with you? How is everything going on? I've been okay. I'm doing cursed long babies. I promised cursed I'd put them out babies. last episode in the app, and people want them. <laughs> They've been super popular, not just within our friend group, but I feel like everyone like has been catching wind of them. Mm-hmm. And you've only been doing it for like what now a week? Yeah, if even that. Yeah, yeah. If even that, and it's great. And my partner just got his, and it's my absolute favorite that's ever been created. More than uh, the one that we did for our friend Rose in her booba situation, more than mine. I'm kind of jealous of his of his eldritch horror creation. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was a really fun time making it because I got to make something actually spooky that's supposed to be in a cute body. <laughs> Spooky, cute, cute, spooky. Who yeah. knows what she'll be about now? Yeah. I'm just on an adventure. Well, that's good. I'm super just excited overall that things have been blossoming. I called I called Skloon a sprout earlier. I don't know if she was happy or insulted. It was a mix of both, I think. A sprout? I like sprouts. Yeah. Because you're sprouting. Remember, you're, you were a seedling, and now you're blossoming into a sprout. With everything happening, you're just... You're short. Yeah. That's where that joke was. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time Ash talks about my height, she takes away an inch from me. And it's important for me to have that inch. <laughs> you're so right, though, because I... What did I say that you were, like, 5'1"? Yeah. And you were like, I'm 5'3". And I was yeah. like, I'm sorry. No, I said you were 5'2". And yeah. then you're 5'3". And now I'm saying that you're 5'1". You're just you're just a small bean. <laughs> the graphic says that since I'm closer to 5 than, than 6, that he rounds it down and I'm technically 5 foot. And it makes me so oh, that's <laughs> That's cruel and unusual. And I accept that. No, don't take away yep. my inches. I need those. <laughs> no, I, I now them. accept it. You are, you are listen, only listen. five foot. The only thing mm-hmm. standing in the way of me and not getting that cereal on the top shelf is those couple inches. Don't you dare. You could pry them from my cold, <laughs> dead body. <laughs> listen, uh, if it makes you feel any more jealous, I am a very nice 5'8". And I will look past you as I try to look for you. That's my favorite <laughs> old school joke to do is just, where are you? What's, mm-hmm. what's going on? Sh- I can hear her. It's great. I, I do it I, to the, my god kids all the time. 
Yeah, I've always been told I'm a very nice headrest for people's arms. Oh, like, oh yes. Thank but you. here's the best thing, though. You're perfect boob height. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You know what? You get to hug people, and you get to just be encompassed by boobas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boobas. If no one likes boobs, then I don't know if they're human. I Everyone loves boobs. Everyone loves boobs. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter if you're attracted to boobs. You love boobs. Exactly. You love boobs. Come to my bosom. Let yeah. mama take care of you. Bosom. That's all it is. Yeah. Bosom. Bosom's a nice word. <laughs> it's a bosom. it's a nice I think it's because it's buzz and so yeah. it makes me think of bees. Bzz. It makes me think bzz. of like a little old lady that lives in the woods and she gives you crackers when you sit by a fire. Bosom. That's so nice. Yeah. You know, side note. Into the woods. You said woods. It reminds me of Into the Woods. I had this moment earlier. Mm-hmm. So in the movie, the baker finds out from the witch that his father, like, stole magic beans. And so, or he stole the arugula and everything. And so she was like, yeah, you can have all my plants and stuff, but I want your first child. And then the baker's like, I had a brother. And she's like, nope, you had a sister. But you're never going to see her. Ha 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 ha. Later on in the story, they're trying to give her a potion so that the baker and his wife can have a kid because he's trying to prove that he's not like a jackass like his dad. And his wife is like, I stole this hair from a maiden in a tower. Like, I don't know where she was from. I don't know what's going on. And then the witch is like, I can't have touched any of the ingredients and like freaks out. But the baker never makes the connection that that's his sister. Like, why would the witch randomly touch hair from a maiden in a tower? Unless, like, she knew her, you know? Yeah. There was a lot of little points that I was like, hmm, the baker's dumb. Yeah. I I love him. He was, like, pure himbo. Like, he was just like, I've oh, got yeah. to do this task. But I also don't know how to do this task. <laughs> Yeah, and then he was like, I need a shoe made out of silver. And his wife was like, gold, you pompous nut job. Although the baker was pretty much the best person out of that whole film. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the only, I think, smart one out of the whole thing. Yes. Also, before we get too much into it, we do want to make a quick announcement, and we'll, we'll do it again later. Um, but we are taking a two-week hiatus um, from posting. We A lot has happened in the time, a lot of personal things, a lot of um, traveling and everything like that. So we've been a little frantic to keep up with everything because we went through all of the episodes that we had already pre-planned. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to take those two weeks, we're going to mass record, we're going to get back up and running Um, and we have some good things coming along our way that will be both beneficiary for both myself, Skloon, and the pod. So we're not going anywhere. Don't leave us. Yeah, you sit back down. You sit. You thought you could leave, but you can't. Sit. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, though, if you don't want to be a part of this party. Cheeks to chair. (laughs) Cheeks to chair. (laughs) You're buckle up, motherfucker. (laughs) But yes, we're, we're just going to be 
we're just gonna be working on things we're, we're still working and then we're gonna have everything because like i said there's a lot of personal things happening in the background that's made it hard to like keep up with everything so we want to have a better what's the phrase like library for yeah, a, a better, situations um backlog yeah like a bet yeah backlog yeah. that's the word yeah yeah reserves yeah. if you will reserves oh that's a good one yeah we're fancy this has been dictionary talk with Scream and Ash. <laughs> Thank you for coming. <laughs> I'm the dictionary and you're the thesaurus. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to find a cinnamon. I would like to find a cinnamon. It's in the cabinet next to the paprika. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, don't you mean synonym? And you're like, no, 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 no. I do mean the spice of life. Yeah. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. <laughs> so I'm really excited I saw this trailer the other day about the girl from Plainville. Uh, yeah. I think that's going to be a next film. I know it's not a film because it's a show, but maybe that'll be our next show critique uh, because it is based off of a real life true crime. And yeah. it's a pretty, pretty heavy one at that, honestly. I'm excited. I've yes. been seeing a lot of crime shows um, pop up, and I think keep forgetting to send them to you, but I have, like, a list. <laughs> oh, out of all the things that you send to me, that's the thing that you forget? I'm too busy sending you nightmares, Ash. What do you mean? <laughs> this is true. I looked at my TikTok the other day, and I saw that I had 95 TikToks to review, and I was like, you know Woo! what? I'm just gonna... Just gonna put this back down. It'll still be there later. Those like I numbers. couldn't. Yeah, I was like, I can't fathom <laughs> watching that many TikToks right now. And I know most of them are from you and my partner. He was like, "Did you, did you watch the TikTok that I sent you? Did you watch the video that I sent you?" I was like, "No, I'm gonna be real. No, there's too much. I can't. There's not enough. Must send more. Send more." No. More. You can relax for just more. a day. More. Cannot relax. Must must go. 100%. More TikToks. Must have more TikToks. Do it. There's something, Do something, it. something dark side. <laughs> something, 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 something. Oh, man. Why can't... If anyone's never watched the game, Grumps... You're missing out. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched them in a hot minute, but that's because I am way too busy to do anything. True. One day. One, one day. day. We don't have tea today. I mean, no, I don't. I don't have tea either. I have a water bottle. I also have water. That's our Ooh, tea. That's our leafless, tea. Leafless tea. Yeah. Hold the leaf. You know what I've been doing a lot of recently, though? Oh. Making my own chai lattes. Ooh, so fancy. I know. I made a splurge on the Amazon for a milk frother. So it's like a it's like a kettle. 
and it sits on its own little base and then I just pour milk in depending on if I want to just warm milk or if I want to froth milk and then I just let it do its thing and I can mix in like I'm taking collagen powder right now to help out with my nails Mm -hmm. um, and my hair because I gotta have luscious hair Um, but also you can add in like the the uh, sweeteners so salted caramel is currently my go-to and then just put it all in, let it mix up, bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, broth for a latte. And then I just boil, yeah, boil water, make my tea, sweeten that tea, pour it all in. It's great. It's so good. That sounds so good. Uh, Hot drink. I think the frother was only like $25. Like it really wasn't, yeah, that expensive compared to other frothers that one could purchase. Yeah. Amazon's great. Let me just say that because Pink was talking about uh, getting a pack of a hundred or so worms on a string for fifteen dollars. What? <laughs> yeah, you get a hundred worms on a string for only fifteen dollars, and I want them. <laughs> oh my god! I know. Well, I mean. Here's my favorite thing, though, is the other day you were talking to my partner about worms on a string, and he literally was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's true. Like, he, I came over, because I heard you guys talking, and I had just gotten off work, and I just look over at the computer, and, like, I see the worm on a string, and I was like, oh, hey, look. And he was like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I, I, I really don't know how to describe it to you without you just looking at the picture. This yeah. Is, this is what it is. I don't know what more <laughs> you, you want see, me to tell you. you. Yeah, it's ta-da. They are amazing. I love worms on a string. I have two. I think a yellow one and I think it's pink. You have pink on a string. I have pink on a string. She'd love that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what other jokes can we make about our friends and? All of them, them just jokes are love. <laughs> being brats. We love them for being a brat. Wink, wink, nudge, mm. nudge. Everyone knows what we're talking about. And if you yeah. don't, you're too young to listen and you need to leave. You can remove your butt from the chair. Please and thank yes. you. Unstick the cheeks from the chair, please. Yes. You've the only confused. time. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine they just... <laughs> You're like, like, all right. Well. In the hot weather when you get off like a leather couch. It's like, oh. Exactly. <laughs> or when you were at school and like you had like the, not quite the short shorts, but the shorts and like your legs stuck to that weird plastic oh, chair material. Yeah. So like it's equally sweaty, but equally dry because it's being just adhered to that plastic. Yeah. It was really weird. Traumatizing. That's just cool. It was just traumatizing. Oh. Well, I mean, I don't really got much else. I've been, life's been chill. We've been, I don't know what more we can do. My roommate's moving out. I don't know if I, if that's something interesting to talk about. Yeah. She's moving out. She's a travel nurse and... 
nurses are not treated with as much respect as they should be at all. No. Uh, but she is going to do a new contract uh, south of here, many hours away from me. So she cannot feasibly live here and work there. So we're going to we're gonna have like a nice dinner before she leaves just to kind of be like, I love you. Okay, love you. Bye. Oh, yeah. This is nice. Yeah. Friendo yeah. time. Friendo gotta, time. Gotta be around friends. You gotta have friends. Gotta be near friends. Yeah. We... We did just do... Oh, okay. Here. There is a game. I don't know if you remember the mystery date game. <gasps> so there is now a current game. I don't know how old it is. I have no idea when it was released. I just know I found it at my local store. And it's the mystery date game Catfish Edition. Oh. So we live in a digital age... And your partner that you're trying to woo, your your love interest, uh, they they could possibly catfish you with just how amazing they are. And we, I bought it. It was like eight dollars at the store that I was at because it was like a thrift discount store. So like yeah. everything's new, but also confusing. Yeah, and uh. I bought it and we played it and only four players are allowed to play at one time, which I feel like is a bit of a ripoff because very easily five people can play very easily. Yeah. But we we were just going around and I'd be like, oh, uh, here's my trait for my person. They are a part-time mall Santa. I uh, put it down and then the next person would be like, cool, well, uh, mine likes to sleep in a coffin and i was like oh oh that's my person what are you talking about (laughs) so i highly recommend just going out finding a new game and just enjoying it that it was a great time to just sit around drink and eat costco pizza and pretend we're going on a fancy date with this person that we may or may not I really wanted to be with. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty fun. And you can have the ability to be catfished. So, like, you spin a door and there's five potential date outcomes and two of them are catfished. So, it's like, oh, your match made in heaven really isn't a match made and blah, blah, blah. And I was no. like, well, that's so mean. What if, what if I wanted that romance cover model? What if yeah. I wanted them to be my partner? What if I wanted that vampire? How dare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my friends, she she won and she she had the date ending, so she wasn't catfished. And it basically was like, your partner came up to you and you were super excited that he was legitimately a romance novel cover model. He asked you if you ever dated anyone who likes to hang out in gas bath gas station bathrooms and you replied, no, but I did date someone who likes to wear a cape once. And he said, ew, this isn't going to work out. And no. left. Oh, Your date no. ended with sadness. And I was like, what? He can apparently be in a bathroom, but he how dare you date someone with a cape? Get out of here. It's crossing the line. Capes killed mm-hmm. his father. Capes, listen, as if anything... 
you're right. We we have to pay attention to The Incredibles, where Edna Mode says, no capes, darling. Yeah. We can't have capes. No There's cape. also a game. Now I'm on board games. There's also a game called Unsolved Mysteries, or Cold Ca- I think Ooh. it's Cold Case. Unfortunately, it's a one and done. Unless you have another party and people who didn't play it play it. For us, it was an old cold case file. You're a private detective who was hired by the family, and you have to figure out who killed the person. And you had to look at old pictures. You had to go through old um, suspect interviews. You had to go through the crime scene photos. And then there's three steps to the case. So if you figure out the objective number one, you go to a website, you put in the two clues that you think help you like solve that objective because it's not mm-hmm. all the same yet. And then if it's correct, it lets you like it tells you a little bit more and then you're able to move on to the second objective, so on and so forth. Highly recommend. I think that game was only like $15 and that was a good 3 hours of fun, like solid Ooh. 3 hours of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And they come out with different ones all the time. So, you know what? Never Never stop trying to yeah. just have fun. And I think there's also like a like a trade like Facebook group. So if you have uh that particular release and you want like the first one or the next one or a one that you don't have, you can connect with someone and you can mail it like to them. Like you can switch it. Oh, so technically you're cool. not paying more. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was really cool. Board games are so fun. I love board games. I do too, honestly. And I wish there were more murder ones, to be to be honest. I wish there was more yeah. <laughs> more of that. But I really do like just the fact that you can sit down and you can just kind of waste time. Yeah. It's a nice thing of like you don't have to focus on like the computer. You don't have to focus on your phone. You can literally put everything away. You grab a bunch of snacks and a couple of drinks and you go to town. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. Seven nice night in. We played this one. Oh my god, I can't remember what it's called. But there's consequences. So you t- draw oh. two cards and you'd pick one. You'd pick either uh, change your Twitter name to this or texture x this like it was it was a weird game oh yeah what if you don't have twitter gotta make one (laughs) you make it to then immediately change it to say oh well yeah i I guess you could like substitute but i think what we used for it was twitter i'm not gonna lie though that's that's pretty cool yeah like it it affects your real life versus just like a game life yeah there was um there's times with the cards in there were a little a little harsh i don't like games that are like uh who's the dumbest in the room and stuff like that because it just makes you feel bad you're like "Eh, okay oh yeah that's not nice i will say however that if that game came into my circle of friends that i hang out with regularly we would not hesitate Oh yeah, because we would also because we kind of did this with um, it's called Burn Book and it's based off of the Burn Book from uh, Mean Girls. Uh-huh. So 
essentially it, it's the who has the obsession over who blah 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 yeah. and there were questions that were fun and hilarious and then there were questions that were like kind of mean um like what is the one thing that this person will never achieve and i was like yeah. technically mental stability let's be real right now <laughs> who who actually achieves mental stability who who among us believes that they have the power? It's gonna be me. I'm gonna steal everyone's serotonin. You, you keep saying it. I, I believe it. it's gonna happen. When everyone loses their serotonin, you just know who did it. <laughs> you know, she came out of the woodwork and she was like, "Havasti." Yeah. But we we also premised the whole game with, "Listen, this is just for fun," like. We will put an answer down and, like, we're all going to kind of laugh about it. Because there may be, like, a hint of truth to the answer that we're writing down. Yeah. You know? And I feel like it'd be better with people you actually know. Like, we played it. I knew two of them very well. And the rest were, like, Mm -hmm. we didn't hang out a lot. But I knew of them. So whenever, like, we got a card that was kind of harsh... We all just kind of yeah. had bad feels about it. Because we didn't know each other. We didn't know if we were joking or not. Oh, yeah. And that's that weird, like, in that mix of, like, you're not... You don't want to upset people. Yeah. But also it's a game. And you're like, well, they would... They should know that we're just joking, right? And yeah. Yeah, that's never the case. People get angry about everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, a game that I would suggest against my internal monologue is a game called we're not really strangers oh. and it's it's a game where you can play it with friends that you've known for your entire life or you can play it with literally complete strangers not ever a problem and it essentially is just a game where you have to be prepared to let your guard down you you have to consent because it is a game with vulnerability but my my roommate brought it remember the first episode where i was telling you that i was like i had a girl's night and i cried the entire time yeah this is why i see (laughs) so the roommate she brought it down she asked everyone for consent we always joke but it's also real that her two kinks is consent and consent. Like, she will ask you multiple times, like, are you okay? Mm. Do you have, like, spoons for this? Do you have the space in order for this? So she's very much that person. And the game is, there's three rounds. And the first round you ask um, real quick, nice and easy questions. Uh, you know, what's your favorite holiday what's your favorite color you know have you ever been to a country outside of blah 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 yeah kind of the basic get to know you things round two is evil we hate it the round two we always want to skip round two but we can't because it's the whole point of the game but round two has questions like do you truly believe that you've ever felt the emotion love or have you felt that you've ever been in love oof Uh, I think the question that I got asked was um, what is the number one loss in your life that you've not gotten over 
Oh my god. Yeah, they they tear you apart. And I'm not kidding you. We had fun with the first round. Second round, the the girl that I never met before. I just met her that day. Uh, she has this card, and you can pick anyone in the group to answer. So there's there's two ways. You can pick a specific person to answer, or you can put it out to the group, and everyone can share their story if they want. So she we picked the first option, and she looks at me, and she goes, Hey, uh, I just met you, and this is crazy, but here's my question. Are you ready? And I was like, nah, but go for it. And she <laughs> asked that question. And I'm not kidding you, as soon as she was done, I was already crying because the the two people in my life ever came to mind and immediately the two people to my side, like they were holding my hands and they were like stroking my shoulders and like uh, my, my roommate at the time, like she already knew, like she already knew the answer. She knew, my two other close friends that were with us since I've known them forever, they knew. And then there were three other people who didn't know me that well. And they were very confused. But everyone else was like, oh, y'all are going to hear a story. Like they mm. were just aware. And so having that support was wonderful. And I was able to kind of close a small chapter. Um, but it was the same for everyone. Like we all cried that night. And it was oddly magical and just very relieving so i highly recommend if every anyone ever wants to feel closer to someone than they've ever felt before and strictly an emotional and mental aspect that is the game to do it yeah and we joke all the time now we tell my roommate whenever we do a girls night we're like you can't bring that not not this weekend Maybe next weekend. We don't consent now. We no. And she's no. like, "All right, Maybe give it away next time." Oh yeah. So that's uh, that's that's it. Other than that, I really don't know any other board games that I've played recently that would be of note. Honestly. Yeah, I've uh, I haven't played a lot. We've been playing a lot of the One Night Werewolf. Oh, is that the game where, like, there's someone in town who's a werewolf? Yeah, so you have, like, a hidden werewolf, and then you all have roles to do, and you gotta figure out who's the werewolf. It's it's really Among Us. Oh my god. I remember Among Us, and how it was the hottest thing in 2020, and now is not. It ruined everyone's trust in everybody. <laughs> oh my god, did I ever tell you about the time that I murdered someone and framed someone for it no my favorite kill i've ever done in among us and if no one knows among us is a game where you can have uh, at the time up to eight players or no 10 players i'm sorry out of 10 players two would be considered imposters everyone has tasks that they have to do the imposter does not. Their only job is to be the last ones alive, kill as many of the crewmates as they possibly can. Yeah. And they can sabotage, like, the engine, um, the reactor, the oxygen, and the lights to make it harder. So I was an imposter. And I was playing a group of, I think, ten and we tried to always play with friends just because it was funnier that way and we yeah. were always on 
Discord. So we would have conversations and then when everyone was in the game, we wouldn't talk until like the meeting happened and then we would all talk. Yeah. So I forget who my partner was, who who my other imposter was, but I'm running around and I'm kind of like, okay, let me do all these things. Let me let me pretend that I'm doing whatever. Everyone hated to go to what you could do to fix lights because that's where everyone died. It didn't matter. So I turned off lights and I made my way to the electrical room. And this is the base uh, map. There wasn't like a special map that we were using. So I'm walking and I see the door is shut. It opens up. I walk in and again, it's still dark but I can see. I walk in, I kill a person who's at lights, and I walk right out, and the door shuts behind me. And I was like, oh my god, this is the perfect thing. As soon as the body is reported, everyone comes together, and um, everyone just pins it on the other person. They're like, nope, it has to be this person. They came up from the top of the electrical, they did this, blah, blah, blah. And they kept bragging everyone, and I'm just, I'm just laughing, like silently, because I was like, well, <laughs> I was outside the electrical door, and it was shut the entire time. I couldn't get in. It was just so sad. And the person who I killed, he messages me, and he's like, I don't know how you did that, but that is the most amazing thing I think I've ever seen anyone done. The swiftness that you murdered me so brutally, <laughs> and you just left. And I was like, you're welcome. He never let it down. Like every time I see him, I'm like, hey, your neck looks great today. And he's like, I I hate it. I hate it. And I'm like, oh, you're that knife in your back? That's great, right? What's, yeah. what's up? You gotta be swift about it. You gotta be swift. You gotta blame other people. That was the whole thing. You gotta yeah. lie out your fucking teeth. Yeah. You gotta act real not sus and hope somebody looks way more sus than you. Real not sus. We're always sussy. Sussy, sussy. Sussy, sussy. Ugh. Well, speaking of sussy. Oh. Oh. We're, uh, we're ready to dive into our, our tales today. Yeah. We're not doing any more Tales of the Cryptid, but I feel like my wordage is very on point with what we're discussing today. Yeah. <laughs> Diving in, Tales. Yeah. It's birds. We're talking about birds. We are now making this a bird-watching podcast. Thank you yes. for joining us. Yes. Bring your seed and watch the birds. Ooh. Seed? Go, go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <Not> here. <laughs> but seed, right? Bonk, we got, bonk. We got seed? Seed. Yo. Yo. We... <laughs> before we started recording, Scoot and I were just like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh. For no reason. I don't know what we were doing. We were being, I don't know, monkeys. Mon oh, that's oh, a monkey? Oh, 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 oh
Oh, you know what it is? It's, uh, is it George of the Jungle or is it Tarzan specifically who makes that noise? I know it's one of them. I think it's George of the Jungle. You think so? I think so. You know what? It could be both, honestly, because I remember Tarzan trying to be like, hey guys, my human friend is fine. I too am human. Oh, that's true. That's true. And he's like, this is my mother. She's like, your mother. And he's like, oh, 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 oh. And daddy, he took my boot. Oh. <laughs> That's such a good movie. Oh yeah, my it is. Uh, do we remember who's first today? Who went last last week? And... I don't know. I went last. Who? We talked about Squonk. Oh, true. Okay, so I'm... I time. I'm... You're first. I'm first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. The brain cell was working hard there. I was we to have that out. one <laughs> joint brain cell, and it works occasionally. Yeah. But I think this is good because with my story or stories, I should say, uh, we can follow up with your cryptid, and we can maybe have a reasoning as to why all these are happening. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. So I wanted to take a weird turn with where Skloo and Scripted is. And again, all we do is we just tell each other either like the location of what the true crime is or the cryptid. Is. Like that's it. We don't really delve really much into more details unless we already know about it. Like the Kelpies and the Selkies last episode unless we already know about it yeah we're not. and even then i learn more all the time yeah so we both decided on a little european trip this time and i am going to tell you about the deadliest sea route in the mediterranean sea and how yearly there is over 400 people who drown in Greek oh. waters. Okay. Right? Yeah. I'm excited. I am excited. Buckle up, fucks. <laughs> we buckle it up. Have you watched videos of babies or children being tossed into some water and, like, no one rushes to save them? Like, it's the the videos of, like, look what my baby can do. And then the baby... Like, it shows, like, no matter what age the kid is, they are being trained on how to survive and, like, turn themselves on their backs in water. Have you seen those? Um, they sound familiar. I don't know if I've sat down and watched one, but I've probably seen one somewhere because it sounds super familiar. They're, they're kind of all over TikTok, depending on what side of TikTok you're on. Um, like, mother and child care and stuff like that. But... A lot of the time you would always see like, oh, this baby drowned, you know, they found their way to the pool, um, there was no fencing around the pool, etc. So they always would really, really emphasize taking the babies to a water class when they're incredibly young because babies, when they're newborn, after they've been recently evicted from their cozy water-filled bedroom, they already kind of have an innate ability to float and swim. It's not as gracefully as we do when we're older. 
And so those classes help them learn this life-saving ability to turn on their back to float in the water, kind of keep their head out of the water. Mm -hmm. So studies have shown that while learning to swim is supposed to be a preventative measure for drowning, it also increases the chance of it as people are more inclined to participate in water activities um, as many swimmers actually overestimate their ability to swim. Essentially, it's like, oh, I can swim this 400 meter dash race in the ocean with choppy waters and all these other things. I can do that. And they can't. Not realistically. That's me getting threatened every time I touch a deep end. A deep end? Yeah, you know, in the pool. I go to the yeah. deep end. <laughs> That's right, because you're only five foot. That's right. No! What did we just say? Don't take me with my inches. I need them. Nope, you're only five foot. No! Don't join his team. Don't join. (laughs) Smaller and smaller as time goes on. (laughs) Just just keep going smaller until I'm not even here anymore. I'm just a, a grain of rice. Until the shallow end is the deep end for you. That's, oh, no. Oh, it's the ocean. It's the ocean. I'm in a whole ocean. <laughs> I mean, if you were a piece of rice, that's definitely an ocean for you, for sure. That's true. I would actually drown. A bird would scoop me up, take me away. No, that's dangerous for the birds. Oh, you're right. Uh... I'll just drown. <laughs> Announcement. Don't feed your birds rice. Yes. Also, don't feed don't ducks do bread. Don't do it. Also true. Don't do it. Feed them peas. Peas yeah, is great. Peas. They peas. Like peas. peas they look are so cute great. when they eat the peas. Yeah. Because they put their heads up and they're like, Have you seen the TikTok where there's a dude and he walks up to a duck and the duck is like, upside down and not moving in this like body of water and this guy walks up and he like tries to push the duck and nothing's happening so he reaches down and he finds the duck's head in a frog's mouth what no yes if i find it again i'll send it to you but literally it's there's a there's a bird eating toad frog one of those and um they try to eat birds and this frog was like this Big ass duck looks mad at tasty and try to eat its whole face. Oh my god. Yeah, so because the duck couldn't do anything, it just was chilling out. Just frozen. Not <laughs> I don't it it lived, it swam away very fast. But it just was amazing to me, to be honest. Yeah. I'll send it to you later. So there have been pictures shown from ancient times depicting the person dog paddling through a body of water. It's most likely to escape an attack from either another person or, more likely, a predatory animal. And although we don't really know much from the ancient times and how many people had died per year, the foundation of the rescue of drowned persons was created in the Netherlands in 1776 And the World Health Organization started producing worldwide drowning statistics in 1948. So they finally were starting to take track of what was going on. Yeah. Uh, We have learned that in 2009, 
Greece was the country with the seventh highest mortality rate in drowning within the 22 countries of the European Union. Italy is six times larger than Greece, and they didn't have nearly as much of a ratio of deaths per drowning. Oh, oh weird. Right? I think it's because Italian people were like, nah, we already ate too much pasta. Yeah. We don't want to deal with this. Goodbye. Goodbye. We're going Goodbye. to eat more pasta. Eat more pasta. Oh, so pasta so good. I am <laughs> I am internally an Italian man. I like salami and pasta. In your salads. In salami salad. and salads. Uh I will say, uh my partner's family, they make Christmas lasagna. Oh. You're welcome. Yeah. That's that's what it's like being a part of an Italian family for in laws. Just delicious, you know. Yeah, that's <gasps> Yeah, Aww. yeah. It's a great time, and his grandmother and his mother make it two separate ways, which I think is even better. I think one of them puts meatballs in it, and the other one doesn't. They're both delicious. Wait, you have two lasagnas for Christmas? Sometimes, sometimes Aww. I'm special. I'm coming over for Christmas. You should, because his mother, uh, she didn't do it as much last year uh, with everything going on, but uh, she normally sets up, and I kid you not, like a Christmas cookie baking house. She pumps out, I think the other year she told me she pumped out like 400, 500 cookies, and they're all different. Yeah. She sends them, like, to people back home. She gives them to us for Christmas. She gives them to her parents for Christmas. Like, there's so many cookies. She makes six, seven different types, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're incredible. So, please come down for Christmas. We'll have a oh, great yeah. time. I'm coming down for Christmas for them cookies and lasagna. Christmas and lasagna. Yep. And my mom makes homemade eggnog, so. Well all right yeah i'm on my way <laughs> she makes she makes two batches one that is non-alcoholic and one that is alcoholic and you can tell which one we drink first i would like for you to give me eggnog roulette please give me one non-alcoholic and one alcoholic <laughs> and spin it on a plate and let me decide my fate <laughs> you will smell it before it hits your face i will put I it on a clothes pick on my nose <laughs> I wish You're to just... be surprised. <laughs> it's all delicious. Yeah. I've not been able to make homemade eggnog the way she does. It's fine. Anyway, we've been not even through the first paragraph, Skloon. First paragraph. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's my fault. It's so my fault. <laughs> okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's cool. So there is an average rate of drowning. Uh, of 1.27 out of 100,000 for the population in the European Union. So out of 23 countries, that includes Greece, their average is just over one full person out of 100,000 people. Whereas Greece has an average of 2.69 per 100,000. So Essentially, that's double, if not triple, the amount of people. Because yeah. technically, you can't have a half person. So if we do our rounding, 
since it's 1.2, you go down to 1. And if it's 2.69, you round up to 3. So yeah, basically triple the amount of people die in Greece alone versus all the other countries combined. Yeah. Between six years, so 1990 and 1995, 77% of victims were men and 23% were women. Or globally, there were five times more men than women who died via drowning. And again, I don't know if it's related to the whole overestimating ability to swim. Men are more likely to jump in to try to rescue someone because, you know, if you're trying to save someone from drowning, more than likely it's choppy waters, it's stormy, you know, unknown terrain, things like that. And, you know, it's not just yourself that you have to pull out, but also this other person. And most women probably can, but also more than likely most women can't. So, yeah, that's probably why uh, the death rates continue to climb as between January 1st, 2019 and July 24th, 2019, 149 people had already succumbed to drowning. So six months, Oof. 149 people. Oof, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. The year prior showed a total amount of 413 deaths which was more again than the neighboring italy who had a population of six times that of greece worldwide numbers show drowning kills 372,000 people per year with 37,000 specifically in the european union region it is known to be the second leading cause of death in kids between 5 and 14 and the fourth cause among 15 to 29 years of age as the WHO, the World Health Organization, states it could be a bucket, a bathtub, well, pool, or pond, there are several and awful circumstances where floods, uh, the most common natural disaster, can wipe out entire cities and have dangerous horses causing even the most experienced swimmers life and death situations. There are also issues where migrants travel due to a natural disaster uh, or war, famine, etc. Um, and the ships actually capsize due to the weather, overcrowding, or even unsafe vessels. I have a few examples of pretty much everything. And they're all incredibly sad, especially when it involves children. Yeah. Such an example is the Italian region of Sicily, where more than 150,000 migrants who have been traveling since 2014. There's the team called the European Union Triton Mission, and originally they were called the Italian Mare Nostrum Operation. Uh, They both were committed to preventing drowning and saving lives in the Mediterranean Sea, and in June 2019, there was a shipwreck off the Greek island of Lesbos, where seven people drowned. Lesbos? Levos? I, listen, I didn't, I don't know Greek, so I'm just going to say Levos. Yeah. Uh, seven people drowned, but due to the rescue operation already in place, 57 people were actually rescued. The half-year total was already at 41 at the Eastern Mediterranean route, 
linking Europe to Africa and the Middle East, and it's supposedly the busiest and actually deadliest routes for migrants. The 64 people were traveling from Cameroon, Angola, and the Democratic Republic of the Congo on a seven-meter rubber dinghy. Uh, It is believed that they left the Avalic region of the Turkish coast after midnight Tuesday morning, and those that perished were two adult women, two younger girls, and one adult man. They were originally retrieved from the sea while still unconscious, but they were later confirmed dead at a nearby hospital. The Eastern Mediterranean route is the busiest sea crossing, and it is reportedly believed to be the world's deadliest, with 15,459 people attempting to reach the European shores and 427 people believed to have drowned. In 2018, six people a day died while traveling through the route, totaling an estimated 2,275 individuals who either went drowned or went missing in the Mediterranean that year. So, although Greece itself has like 400 per year, that Mediterranean route that connects like two other major countries to Greece, Mm -hmm. this is where they're dying. So, they're technically not in that Greek number but they should be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In 2018, six people a day died while traveling through the route, totaling an estimated 2,275 individuals who'd have drowned or went missing in the Mediterranean that year. Um, So like I was saying, the route itself is not necessarily in Greece, but all the deaths that were occurring should technically be counted for the year total because otherwise... It's just so much. 2,000 people missing or drowned versus 400 people who drowned in just Greek surrounding waters is bananas. There are so many people who are just lost at sea, and it's insane, for lack of a better term. It's insane. Where did they go? Where did they go? The amount is also disproportionate to the number of migrants and refugees, as Europe saw the lowest number from the past five years in 2018, a total of uh, 139,300. So 2018, they had roughly 140,000 people migrating to Europe. And then 2019, they were like, no. <laughs> less, no, no. so much more less than half. Like, I think it, it's like, like 10% yeah. of people like that's an insane amount of number difference um I can't I can't even fathom that the fact that there was less people who were traveling to them but still more people who died yeah that doesn't make any sense yes yes weird that's weird that's a lot that's a lot yeah uh, another possible cause of drowning or death at sea that year would have been the shift in policy by some of the southern european states where they had left people stranded for days by sea this is all due to being denied permission to dock the permission to disembark was typically granted after the other countries or states um, had pledged to relocate the majority of those rescued so they essentially were like you know what nah we don't want 
everyone to go to Greece, but we want these people to go to Italy. We want these people to go to Ireland. We have these people to go to Northern Ireland. We want like they were wanting to distribute the refugees because they all couldn't just stay in the one spot due to, I guess, population concerns. Yeah. It's essentially, to even put it in more perspective, one out of 14 people was triple the rate from 2017 when it was one out of every 38 people. That's how many people died routinely, which is huge. Yeah. That is a huge number. Yeah. Or I guess technically like two and a half times the rate because three would be 42, not 38. But it's almost it's almost triple. Another tragedy was when two vessels sank near the Djibouti coast in January 2019. <laughs> Are you giggling at Djibouti? <laughs> yes. <laughs> J- Djibouti? I also like the fact that there's a silent D in the front, so it's Djibouti. 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 Not, not a laughing matter, though. 30 people were found dead, and another 100 people were missing. Only a total of 16 people were rescued. One 18-year-old who had survived said the boat he was on carried 130 people, and there were dangerous stormy conditions only happening only 30 minutes into their journey from where they started sinking. On October 26, 2021, three children and a woman drowned in the Aegean Sea when the bottom of their dinghy fell out instead of actually capsizing, which is normally the case. Oh, that's scary. Yeah, your boat just disintegrates in front of you, essentially. I can't. The overcrowded vessel was carrying migrants from Turkey, and they were actually dropping the people into the sea. And while 22 people were rescued, the four who drowned were recovered off the Greek island Chios. uh, And there's actually one other person still classified as missing. While having the ability to swim would have been important, another key factor in pretty much all of these deaths is that no one was wearing a life vest, which would have helped save multiple other lives. Can't save everyone, but it definitely would have saved a lot. Yeah. Uh, not all drownings, though, are due to boats or dinghies capsizing or falling apart for migrants and refugees. It even happens to those who are holidaying in Greece, as was the case of a 20-something-year-old on the Croatia beach in northeastern Corfu. I say 20-something. I read an article, and this made me laugh. I read an article that was like, we heard from this other news source that he was 27, but we also heard from this other news source that he was 21. And I was like, okay, so what is he? Is he he 21? Is he 27? Is he neither? I don't. He's 20 something. Yeah. He was swimming off the coast and he got into really dangerous waters while being several meters out from the shore. He was seen struggling briefly, and after he was pulled out of the water, he was tried to be resurrected with a defibrillator by the Coast Guard. However, he did die before he was ever even taken to the hospital. He was with his girlfriend and his family, and his death comes just days after a mother of four was actually also killed in the water. However, she didn't die from drowning. She died after being struck with a boat propeller 
Oh, oh no. The boat that caused her death was found abandoned at a marina on the opposite side of the island and was reportedly pulling water skiers when the victim was struck. Oh. I think she was missing, like, she had, like, a fractured skull or something. And um, they located, like, the four individuals who they believe were the cause of her death. And the people were like, well, we were we were pulling water skiers. Like, we didn't know. We don't know what's going on. We didn't see her in the water. And I was like, I feel like you would have felt something hit your propeller. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't own a boat. That's just my opinion. You would definitely hear something go thunk. Yeah. And you would hope that that's a log and not a person. <laughs> so. But the final tragedy uh, is about 61-year-old Jonathan Smith. He had been vacationing from Scotland with his wife, his daughter, and two grandchildren, uh, aged 7 and 10, near the north end of Crete uh, at a bay called Gove. He was enjoying time with his kids and his wife when the kids left the main beach area and they got into strong currents off of what was considered a craggy bay. So a lot of rocks, a lot of just unsafe terrain. He noticed them struggling, and he jumped in to save them, being able to push them both towards the shore while locals had thrown a circular life buoy uh, down to try to help them all out and ropes to haul them to safety. Jonathan had waited until his second grandson was being pulled and rescued to let his exhaustion overcome him to the point where he wasn't even able to assist the Coast Guard and lifeguards who weren't able to swim down to reach him. He was able to see the children to safety, but unfortunately was beaten up so much by the rocks and waves that when he was pulled from the waters by ropes, he was torn and unconscious. Um, The bystanders and his wife stated they were in shock seeing what had happened, and the children were taken to a hospital and treated for their minor injuries, but most importantly, the psychological damage from seeing their grandfather die. A woman who owned the cafe said that the family was very nice, but the grandfather was incredibly pleasant, and his son had even mentioned how much he loved him and that his father was his hero. Um, And I just kind of want to point out that if you or loved ones are visiting the beach, a pool, a bucket, it doesn't matter. You know, drowning is not what it's like in the movies. Drowning is silent. Yeah. It's... Because in order to scream, you need air. And if you need air, then you're not... Like, if you have air, you're not necessarily drowning. So the air that you're needing to yell out for help is the air that you're to keep in order to stay alive. Hands are typically next to the victim's side or trying to stay afloat because you want to put as as much pressure downward to keep yourself afloat. Um, If it's above your head or out of the water, you're just making it easier for the water to overcome you. Yeah. Not to say, though, that this is the end-all, be-all. All cases are different. But more often than not, drowning is not loud. It's not showy. There's no splashing. It's typically silent and very common in day-to-day. Yeah. Always have a beach buddy. Always have a beach buddy and not not a volleyball. No, that's you know what? It's good company, but it's not it can't save you. It's good company, it can't save you. Exactly. Listen. 
Wilson. If someone's head or mouth is in the water, if their head is turned back with their mouth open, if their eyes are glassy and empty, they're just not able to focus on anything, if their eyes are closed and they're not using their legs, or if they're hyperventilating or gasping for air. And this was interesting to me, if their hair is covering their forehead or eyes. Because I was like, why is that such an important thing? And then I realized if hair is in your eyes, you naturally move it out of the way. You naturally slick it back. Like you you want to yeah. see. Yeah, you get it out of your face. Yeah, yeah. you want to you wanna be visible. You want to see the things. So if that if that's in their eyes or in their forehead, that's definitely a sign. Um, trying to swim in a direction, even if they are having trouble, but they're just trying to swim. Um, even if they turn on their back, please check to see if they are okay. It only takes a minute before a body is subject to drowning. And most of the time, you only have 30 seconds to help someone. And with children especially, a really good piece of advice that I that I read was, Children are going to be loud. They're always loud. If they're silent, check the silence. Yeah. I've never known a kid to yeah. be quiet at a beach. They're screaming no. about something. There's The sand is in my shorts. It's, oh my gosh, the water's in my eye. Oh no, this bucket is a bucket. They're always mad about something. <laughs> but if they're quiet, check. And that's that's it that's my uh not quite a true crime but true stories and very sad circumstances surrounding many many a death many a drowning in greece yeah that's scary Mm -hmm. oh my gosh i didn't realize that many people could die from drowning i'm not gonna lie no that's a lot yeah uh before I move on. I just want to provide my sources. I have quite a few because obviously we went through a lot. My cat wants to help me get sources. You're so sweet. Yeah. He's just rubbing his face all over the computer. So I actually downloaded a ScholarWorks article and that was where I got a lot of my statistics from, a lot of the things about the ancient life. Um, and that was at scholarworks.bgsu.edu. Um, I reviewed the nakana.gr blog where drowning doesn't look like drowning. The Euro Who uh, intellect, so Euro, E-U-R-O dot who dot I-N-T. And their topics about disease prevention, violence and injuries, death toll from drowning intolerable. Um, I also got a little bit from independent.co.uk regarding the British man drowns um, holiday in Greece. I got a little bit from keeptalkinggreece.com, Greece deaths drowning swimmers, Daily Mail about uh, Jonathan Smith. Um, the British Grandfather, and Scotsman.com, also about Jonathan Smith and their article about his death and life. Nice. There's so many things. So many That's things. That's very scary. I have learned today not to go to Greece without life jackets on. <laughs> Just 
just don't go in the water without being safe. There was a lot nope. of like how to, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of like how to prevent drowning and like after eating like a large meal, don't swim for four hours and stuff like that. And I was like, well, yes. Uh, but also, like like you said, like don't go alone. Always have a buddy. Always be safe. You know, do the things that you need to do to make sure that you're safe and, and check on the people. Even if they look okay, just check. Just, hey. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to check. It doesn't hurt to check. So, all the news. But I'm excited to hear maybe the real reason why ships are going down. Mm. Oh. Maybe. But today, <laughs> I have for you the sirens. Sirens! Um, and we are going to talk about the Greek version of sirens. But sirens are super cool because they've evolved over time into different versions. We're going to dabble a little bit on how that came to be awesome. I'm very excited. Are we... Are we also going to do a little bit of, like, the difference between a siren and a mermaid, if there is one? A little bit. Ooh, a tiny bit. A teeny I tiny. figured we could save mermaid for their own category, but it, it does goes into a little bit of uh, what's the difference. Yes, because they are not the same. No. As not. we know. As you and I know. I don't know if anyone else knows this. Yeah. These sirens are a little bit different than the sirens that are commonly thrown around today. These are actual sirens from Greek mythology. They're believed to be a combination of women and birds in various ways. Some had characteristics of bird from their chest up and below had like women, women leg, women butt. <laughs> Some were said to have the heads of a beautiful woman, but feathers and scaly feet with the body of a burb. So they're just burb with human head. Later in arts, they were represented as females with only the legs of burbs and some wings playing musical instruments, mostly harps. Originally, sirens were shown to be both male and female, but the male sirens disappeared from art around the 5th century BC. Human-faced birds, such as sirens, are closely associated with the un- other world. Statues of sirens were put around funerals and displayed on funeral art. They were connected to Persephone, the queen of the underworld. We love ourselves a Persephone. I love Persephone! I love her so much. The most famous characteristic of a siren is their song, which will ensnare anyone who hears it. The term siren song refers to the appeal that is hard to resist, but if heeded, will lead to bad conclusions. They were called muses of the lower world. For their song, though irresistibly sweet, was no less sad, and washed over the body and soul in fatal lethargy. Jane Ellen Harrist stated that their song takes effect at midday in a windless calm, but at the end of that song lies their death. You said it starts at midday? Yeah, they just, they just be singing at midday. Oh and, my god, and, that's so long to sing. I know, they're just like, wah, 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 like scuttle. I was gonna say, that's 
say scuttle. The mermaid. It's a scuttle the mermaid. He's the yeah. true siren of our time. <laughs> He's very pretty in his uh, seashell bra. It is implied that sirens were also cannibals. Based on descriptions of them, some saying lolling there in the meadows, round them heaps of corpses, rotting away, rags of skin shriveling on their bones. So, here's, here's a debate. And I don't know mm-hmm. if you want to be a part of this debate. Here's my debate. Mm-hmm. Is cannibal where you eat your race's or species, I'm sorry, your species skin, or is it you eat human skin? I, ooh. Right? Because when a human eats a human, it's cannibal, right? Yeah. But when we eat pigs, which are like humans, we're just pork eaters. I think, I think the definition of cannibal is eating its own species. So I think it's might that might be what it is. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I don't put it against the sirens to eat like the shitty singer of their group. You know what I'm saying? Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> They're like scuttle. I'm sorry. You're gonna be tonight's dinner. <laughs> That's what I was really confused about. I was like, obviously they attract. They're attracting humans so that they can feast on them. Yeah. But, like, with, is that considered cannibal, or do they have cannibalistic tendencies where they eat each other? Because I can see I it. they just eat each other. I mean, I can yeah. see it, yeah. Yeah. It is believed that a siren will die if a mortal listener listens to their song and passes them by without being lured to them. Should that be the case, the sirens would drown themselves in the sea and metamorphosize into rocks. You're telling me all the rocks in the ocean is because the siren didn't get a fangirl? Yeah. That's it's kind of lame. I like them eating each other instead. It's, it's a little bit more dramatic. Metal. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my concert didn't go the way that I planned. I didn't get a meal today. Woe is me. I'm going to be a rock for the rest of my life. Oh, what a world. What a world. Oh, what a world. I'm going to be a boulder. A boulder. A boulder. (laughs) Oh, no. It is unclear on how sirens reproduce, but there are a couple of speculations. One, they reproduce via... Haploid pathogenesis. What? Yeah. Alright. This means <laughs> that they don't need to be fertilized to reproduce offspring. Much like in bees, a siren female would lay unfertilized eggs or have an egg cell suddenly develop without the need for fertilization. What hatches from the egg, however, could not be a true siren as all sirens are female in mythology. Instead, it could be that males die after fertilization, the female. Oh. Kind of like a pre-mantis. I was going to say pre-mantis, yeah. That sucks for that guy. Yeah. There is a theory that maybe the males are feather-like in appearance, and they latch onto the females to form a feather-like sperm pump, much like the males of lanternfish. (laughs) It's just a feathery pump. (laughs) 
of yep. siren juice. Yep. Seed. Seed. Oh my god. It all circles around. Seed. <laughs> or it is speculated that they do number two, which is they do the do with the humans. Oh. So they're not singing to get a meal, they're singing to get laid. Yeah, but they might also do under like Prey Mantis rules with the oh. like come hither, <laughs> come. Come here. Mm, yes. In both ways. And then let me eat you. <laughs> Come here in both ways. Oh. <laughs> While this is one of the weirder theories, it could explain the reason why they tried to destroy boats and force themselves upon human males to fertilize the egg. Is it true? Not true that they... Their song only worked on men? That's true. It only works on men's. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I guess if that's the only thing available to you, that's really what you want. That's true. Yeah. And also, back in the times, wasn't it like a superstition not to have females on board ships? Yes, because it brought yeah. about omens and bad luck. Yeah. However, I'm pretty sure they would still kidnap women or do other illustrious deeds to them on said ships. True. And there was Anne Bonnie, True. and she was a badass, so. Yeah. Yeah. So how dare? How dare? Seamen's of the past? Of both types? Yeah. <laughs> of both types. <laughs> no. No. Please. <laughs> but over time, sirens sort of evolved from bird women of ancient Greece to the mermaids of medieval bestiaries. In Homer's Odyssey, Greek writers all specify that sirens possess wings and have the heads of a beautiful woman and bodies of a bird. By the Middle Ages, sirens were considered a winged merperson. Weird. Yeah, very weird. Sirens had also become associated with evil and temptation. They became grouped with both mermaids and dragons. So, like, dragons were also kind of considered sirens. Yeah. They were getting all over the place. Yeah. By the 14th century, the sirens' identity had become standardized as a fish-tailed temptress with a hypnotic voice. Sirens and mermaids are generally the same with each other. But the English word for a fish woman is a mermaid and for a mythological bird woman is a siren. I'm confused, though. Who decided that fish was sexier than a bird? I don't know. That's the crux of it, right? Sirens were supposed yeah. to be, like, super hot, regardless of the fact that they were bird-like. Had beautiful voices, coaxed men, and then American westernized it and was like, you know what's better? Fish. fish. Damn, there's a sexy fish. There's a sexy fish. Look at that eel. Mmm, that eel. Like, ooh. I like a flounder up here. What is, that doesn't make any sense to me. What? <laughs> Granted, a bird doesn't make sense to me either, but why 
Why the sudden change? Why? Well, I will, I will tell you, Ish. Ooh. As much as I uh, discovered here. So the person making the the book they were in pretty much uses sirens for like dragons, demons, all kinds of monsters. Like they just fall under a siren category. Hmm. However, uh, when it was put out into the world, translations of it varied widely and had many contradictions. In a ninth century copy, even though the text described sirens as avian beings, a confused illustrator added an illustration of a half-serpent woman. In the early 12th century German edition, gives this the name Mermanu, and in Middle English translation means merman. Despite the discrepancies between editions, the book was a very popular source for creators of medieval bestiary. People later even mentioned it by name when describing their siren mermaid thingies. So dude just got confused and made a picture. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. Some poor dude got super confused. Yeah. There's too many facts. You didn't know which one was the real one. Both sirens and mermaids, though, have historical fascination with sailors. Sirens sing bewitching songs that lure sailors, usually homesick or world-weary sailors, to their death via shipwreck. Whether or not sirens are actually predatory creatures is a topic for some debate. Some say they're chaotic spirits, or maybe they're just hungry. Because they so easily tempt young sailors, mermaids are usually thought to be benevolent beings, akin to dolphins, because dolphins are assholes. Eh. Dolphins also like to fuck a lot. Yeah, they do. They be raping people. Maybe, yeah, hardcore yeah. And anacondas, and anacondas don't want none. So, no. I feel like sirens and dolphins is a good link a good comparison yeah yeah a lonely sailor smitten with a mermaid might be mad enough to dive in after her for those men who never learned how to swim that was a one-way trip to the underworld some would say that mermaids are merely mischievous though that they see humans as curiosities and seek out to play with them just like a dolphin which is an asshole (laughs) And their form of playing would be dragging the human underwater and unintentionally drowning them. Are we sure sirens are not dolphins? Maybe. Are we sure? That's insane. While mermaids are seen as the nicer of the two, some stories tell of mermaids who actually do lure sailors to their death on purpose. Whether to eat them or for fun, or even revenge, varies from story to story. But in short, sirens are the ones that kill people 100% of the time. (laughs) Mermaids kind of play around with them, kill them only half the time. 50% of the time, mermaid. 100% of the time, sad. You can, what is that? Yeah. What is that freaking meme? It makes me laugh every single time. Like, 100% all this time. 20% none of this time. 
And you're like, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same thing. There are stories of Greece around the 2nd century AD. Sirens lost the singing competition, so the muses (laughs) plucked out their feathers. Oh no! (laughs) Yes. So yeah, (laughs) the most favorite story involving sirens in all of ancient Greece literature comes from Book 12 of the Odyssey, an ancient Greek epic poem originally composed sometime around the late 18th or early 17th century BC, a famous scene that provided numerous ancient vase paintings. The Greek hero Odysseus and his crew passed the island of Sirens on their long voyage home to the island of Ithaca. In the epic, Odysseus is warned in advance by the enchantress that the song of the Sirens is impossible for any man to resist, but the sailing towards the island on which they reside would mean certain death. Because the island is surrounded on all sides by sharp rocks that will sink any ship that comes near them, Odysseus therefore orders his men to plug their ears with wax while they row and tie him to the mast of the ship so that he will not be able to escape. He warns them not to untie him until they are safely past the island, telling them that even if should even if he should beg them to untie him, they must not do it. Odysseus and his men sail past the island of Sirens, and Odysseus hears their song. He frantically demands his men to untie him, and let him go close to the islands to hear the song more clearly. But instead of untying him, two of Odysseus' men dutifully tighten his bounds to keep him from breaking free. Finally, when they move past the island and are completely out of sight, Odysseus' men remove the wax from the ears and untie Odysseus from the mast. Sirens are usually defined by being dangerous and deceptive creatures, luring and misleading nearby sailors into storms, drowning in shipwrecks. But here's a question. Why wouldn't he just put wax in his ear? Why does he got to be tied? So I remember this. He wanted to hear the song. That's it. That was the legitimate reason. He wanted all of his people to be safe so he provided them all with the wax however he literally was like well i'm only gonna do this once i want to hear the most beautiful sounds in the world and essentially convince them to keep him tied up to the mast that makes sense that's it but it's also it's also putting so much trouble in your crew (laughs) he was a big simp for the sing sing bird bird that's it oh he wanted that sing sing bird bird. Sing sing bird bird. <laughs> sing sing bird bird. Man, that one brain cell we have is truly trying today. Oh man, this is chugged. In his note, Leonardo da Vinci wrote of the sirens, saying the siren sings so sweetly that she lures mariners to sleep. Then she climbs upon the ships and kills them while they sleep. Mm, that's pretty much it. That's sirens. Woo! I'm actually a little. Oh wait, is she considered a mermaid? Who? Never mind. I might be thinking. So remember Pirates of the Caribbean four, where Blackbeard and his daughter are looking for the Fountain of Youth. I actually don't think I've oh, seen that one. My God, we are watching number four. It's one of my favorites. Okay. Okay. Cause. 
you've you've at least seen number one, right? The original. Oh Black yeah, Black. I've okay. I've seen one through three. I don't think I've seen four, and then I've seen the one after four, and it wasn't that good. So then I gave up on them. It is four, right? Hold on. See, this is where we have Google, and we take the two seconds for our viewers to just listen to the da 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 da. Yeah. Oh, actually, while you're looking that up, uh, my my credits real quick are cryptids.fandom, writinginmargins.weebly.com, vivadifference.com, and quora.com. How did the view of sirens change from bird-like creatures to fish? To fish. So, yes. Okay, so on Stranger Tides, it is number four. It is the one... Um, about the Fountain of Youth. So in the movie, they come across a... It is a mermaid, now that I think about it. it um, it's a mermaid because they need a single mermaid tear to do the thing. I don't know what thing that they have to do. Oh. I don't remember. But now I remember that um, they find and capture a mermaid. And it... I think they should have more than likely been sirens because they were in the middle of, I think, Mermaid Lagoon. And you just hear, like, the really pretty sounds and then, like, something in the water. And, like, one of the people were like, it's the mermaids. And then the mermaids fucking tear ass into those boats. Like, they try to rip them apart and... Uh, men are being like dragged down like the mermaid is literally coming up out of the water grabbing them from behind and pulling them into the water it's kind of ridiculous um reverse fishing mm-hmm. but uh there is there was one moment where a mermaid and a sailor catches eyes and they bat each other and i'm not gonna tell you more because then it's the rest of the story so anyway uh, but uh, the way that they went at it, like at that boat in that moment, was just a lot. They wanted to eat the men, so yeah. Maybe they're the fifty percent of the mermaids that are a hundred percent siren. That's true. They're like, no, that's true. We're not gonna be great. Yeah, I think what happened was they just got intertwined with each other. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're essentially the same, but they're different. Yeah. So like the the mermaids we have today, are have a little bit more siren tendencies. The murder and the scary and the singing. Yeah. Than that, what they originally had. Yeah. It's fine. At the end of the day. It's fine. It's a fish person, who used to be a bird person. Yeah. And they lure men to their deaths in multiple ways. Yeah. Great. And who's to say they didn't, like, evolve from a burb to a fish? That could have happened. Evolution. Evolution will tell you. Evolution. (laughs) Evolution will tell you, no, you can't. There's no reason for you to go from point A to point B. Listen, the burb, the burb would dive into water, and he was like, yo, this water's sick. I'm going to stay down here. And then turn into fish. That's. Yes. <laughs> yep. That's yeah. exactly what happened. It didn't die. Yeah. It just was like, you know what? Same. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am same. Same. Ooh. Well, you want to round out with some some ye old spoonfuls for today? Ye. Uh, you should go first since you just finished talking and I talk a lot. You should go first. Uh, you don't talk a lot. Shush, shush, shush. <laughs> My spoonful. The new Little Witch game came out, so I'm happy we brought that. Yes. Yay. I saw it pop up on my Steam wish list that was like, hey, this game that you kind of want, you should look into it. Yeah, so I'm excited to play that. Um, We found a whole bunch of dating sim games the other night. <laughs> oh, my God. If y'all are into visual novels with an interesting flair for plot adversity and love you should watch sloon on twitch because she's gonna stream it we've already decided oh yeah she's gonna be stream so many dating sims she's gonna be a fried chicken fanatic for both the food and the metaphor i should get chicken that day so i can really immerse myself (laughs) oh please please get yourself some kfc get i mean Mm -hmm. i know this might be controversy but I prefer Popeyes, and I always will prefer Popeyes. However, to get the full aesthetic, you must succumb to KFC. Yeah, I. So I've never really had anything else from Popeyes except their hush puppies. What? And I really like their hush puppies. Yep. Louisiana fast. You've never, <laughs> you've never divulged into, I don't know, their Wicked Chicken. The Wicked Chicken's really good when they have it. Nah. So we only had one for a really long time, and then they started moving in with the KFCs oh. around us. Mm. Yeah, so by the time they moved in, everyone was just like, KFC. Well, that's dumb. You should find yourself yeah. a Popeye's and treat yourself to the best chicken sandwich you've ever had, and I will fight people on it. I will, I will. Uh, I'm a spicy girl, which is weird considering I am allergic to spice, but I succumb it, succumb to the craving for it, and I get the spice and chicken sandwich, uh, and I get the Cajun mashed potatoes, and I will dip my sandwich into the mashed potatoes. That's how I eat chicken nuggets, too, is I'll dip it in mashed yeah. potatoes. I was just going to say, from KFC, we get the, we don't really eat the ones on the bone because it doesn't get eaten a lot we feel like so we get the chicken tendy yeah. bucket and we dip them in mashed potatoes mashed potatoes <laughs> oh yes i always ask for extra mashed potatoes because i'm that person yeah yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah i think that's my i think that's my spoonfuls yeah spoonfuls i mm-hmm. love spoonfuls uh my spoonful is the fact that i was on facebook because i'm a millennial and that's how I apparently keep up with the up-to-date memes, even though I have Twitter and Instagram. It's a whole thing. Um, but I actually shared a post out of the blue, and just a regular meme. And one of the it was like from Turning Red, and it was just like the four main characters, and then they were like, "Don't be hard on yourself. Love everyone. Murder is okay." And I loved it. So I shared it, and a uh, huge shout out to my friend uh, Daniel Moss because she 
literally it made my whole heart just so happy she was just like uh she would be a fan of hashtag mhm and i was like oh my god and it kind of it kind of took me out of like real world for a minute because i was like there's someone that i know not my roommate who is trying to be like super sweet and supportive but someone outside of my immediate realm of influence essentially like I can't make her listen to it willingly listen to it and she loved it and she tells me just how much um she has been kept sane during work that week because of how much she was listening to us how she's you know really been enjoying you and me me and you both of us together and (laughs) just she's just like how can I like how can I contact you like besides just strictly here for like sharing her stories and she's got so many and I was like girl like first of all we're friends you can just dm me I don't care but you can also like email us you if you don't want twitter or have twitter like that's fine you don't have to have twitter and she told me that she was she was done with the cool ranch dorito episodes uh with our yeti boy and she loved the sclunisms that we started uh, giving out at the end of the episodes. So I think that's the best happy accident that we've had is a sclunism. Yeah. It's pretty great. So that's that's my uh, that's my sclunful is just knowing that even if I even if we don't go to the moon, which we're gonna go to the moon. I don't know why I say that. Go to the moon. But even if moon. we don't go to the moon. I know someone who we genuinely made happy and it makes me happy. And that's it. That's pretty yeah. much. That's it. Yeah. And I got tacos delivered during our podcast. Oh, so I'm yes. super excited to eat tacos. So I'm so jealous. <laughs> mhm. I got tacos. Apparently they gave us extra chips and dip, which is fine by me. I'll have that for lunch tomorrow, but they also gave us yeah. Or not also, but I, I also ordered nacho fries. So they're fries that have carne asada, queso, guacamole, sour cream drizzle, tomatoes, all sorts of goodness. And you can eat them like nachos. Not to be confused mm-hmm. with the Taco Bell nacho fries that are yeah. delicious, but not the same. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we'll have another really big spoonful. When we come back from our two-week hiatus, don't forget, everyone, two-week hiatus. We're not leaving. We're just not going to post for a couple weeks while we kind of rebuild our reserves, our pantry of podcasts. So please just keep your little finger on that dial. We will pop up. Don't you worry. Um, And don't, don't go too far. Just keep... Keep your butt cheeks to the seat. Your plastic sweaty seat. plastic sweaty seat. It'll be fine. Put your sweaty cheeks to the seat. We got a whole bunch of stories. Good stories lined up. Oh my we gosh. just gotta we just need to we need to fill our reserves. Listen, this is we record for technically like three hours because like Yeah. We have all the we sit down. And it's my fault. It's always my fault. I never blame Skloon. No, 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 but no. But it's super my no. fault because I'm like, okay, I'm ready. 
And then while we're ready, we're just talking about random things. Like earlier, we're talking about how we both have a weird craving for OJ in the middle of nothing. Like it could just be four o'clock in the morning and we're like, "Mm, you know, it's great chugging an eight ounce glass of orange juice because that's all I can think about right now. And um, I, it just made me laugh. So um, we uh, we will talk for anywhere between ten minutes to sixty minutes, and then I'm like, okay, we should probably record because like we want to do other things later too. And then we we actually sit down to record, and the recording still takes anywhere between like an hour and a half to two hours because we just go on so many. <laughs> tangents and i love them so much yeah (laughs) they're always fun they're great so but all right well we obviously have to end on a sclunism we can't leave danielle Mm -hmm. waiting we have to give it to her yeah um always wear life jackets and have a beach buddy that's the most safest scloonism I think I've ever heard you say. And go into the woods. Nope. Go into That's the woods. Not, that was go not into an the invitation. It was you not. do not recognize the bodies in the water. Ooh. If it's a bird, Ooh. don't fuck it. <laughs> don't do it. Or. Or fish. Or do. Or, you know. Or do. Follow follow the sound of the crispy. Oh. In the woods. <laughs> the Little Mermaid had it right. She had it right, y'all. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, maybe over our break, we'll share some sloonisms on Twitter. So follow us at MHMPod. So Murder Horror Monsters Pod. Uh, and if you have any stories that you would like us to record or share or do whatever, please send them to us either as a DM on Twitter or at MurderHorrorMonstersPod at gmail.com. And we will definitely uh, look into them. My roommate gave me a story and I'm very excited to tell that story, but I have to wait until we cover said phenomena. So I, I have to wait. I have to be patient. Patient bean. And yeah. oh, and maybe during our little hiatus, we'll finally put together that cryptid tier list that we were gonna do. Yeah, yeah. Cryptid maybe maybe we'll do it for episode twenty. I think that's a good number. Episode twenty. Yeah. Yeah. We got a little bit of time. We'll figure it out. Well, uh, stay out of the woods and stay out of the waters. Bye. No, go into the woods. Go in the water. Bye. This has been an episode of Murder Horror Monsters. Music produced by Dank with a Stank and Spooky Rose. Research and stories completed by Ash and Skloon. Follow the podcast on Twitter at MHMPod. Join us every Tuesday for new content on Spotify.